Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you, and welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Jerry Orris, and today we'll be talking about a whole bunch of fantastic films. First, we'll be talking to a star from a film, Bunny and Babe. We're going to be talking to Johnny Orlando. He plays Travis. And also, we're going to be talking about the films Monster Trucks, ABC Monster Star, and QRSTU, The Little Prince, Never Again is Now Lying, and Bunyan and Babe. But right now, we're going to talk to Johnny Orlando, who plays Travis in the film Bunyan and Babe. So, John, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Fantastic. So, can you tell us about your character, Travis? Um, so, my character, Travis, and his sister, Whitney, visit their grandparents for the summer. But uh, that's just, like, kind of what happens in the film, like, an overview. But, um, like, my character, Travis, is, like, a city boy. Um, he's a lot like me, in a way, because he likes to play video games. Um, <laughs> and uh, he actually, like, goes to uh, kind of like a cottage, I guess, in summer, which I do as well. Yeah. <laughs> so you mean in some ways that you're similar to Travis. How are you different to your character, Travis? I guess in the beginning, like, he didn't really like going up north uh, to, like, his grandparents' farm. Um, but I've always kind of loved it. Uh, but pretty, we're pretty similar in almost every other aspect. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So in terms of actual production, because in animations, when you're doing productions, it kind of differs. Because some animations, people record voiceover separately. Everybody does their voiceover in a separate room, completely separate. Others do it in a group. So what was it like in the production stage for this film? Um, in this film, um, it was pretty separate. I only, like, uh, met one other actor. Um, I didn't um, meet, like, John Goodman or Kelsey Grammer or any of, like, the older guys. I only actually met my sister, Whitney. <laughs> hmm. um, and, well, my sister, Whitney, in the film. But, um, yeah, it, was, it wasn't really an ensemble. And in the past, you've done both animation and live action. So would you say you prefer either one? And how is it different to prepare for live action than it is to prepare for animation? Um, I kind of like voice uh, recording a little bit better because, I don't know, it's it's like, it's like you know how you, like, you played like, um, like pretend when you were a kid and you could just be like whoever you wanted? Um, I guess it's kind of like that, except it's like, in real life, and, like, I don't know. I just really like it. I think it's super cool. Um, so you but, say you have more, like, freedom in what you can play because yeah, it's not just yeah, yeah. your body, it's your voice. Yeah, it's, like, how you imagine a character to be is um, how you can play it. So, like, if I think this character needs a higher voice or, like, a voice with, like, I don't know, anything that, like, I think that character should have or, like, um, would sound like... Um, that's that's what the character will sound like, and I think that's, like, really cool. Well, that's a very good answer, and it's definitely very correct, because it is a lot like kind of just playing imagination. You yourself yeah. <laughs> get to create the character, and you get to put a voice to the character. Mm-hmm. So, since this is an animated film, as we've been talking about, you don't see yourself until they have some sort of rough draft. So, what was it like to see the first time your character in life and to see him moving around with your voice? Well, I think, oh, actually, okay, wait, um, I'm going to say this first. Um, it's always kind of weird to, like, see yourself, like, on TV and, like, see, like, somebody else, like, like, like a character voicing you. Um, I think it's, like, it's really cool. It always kind of trips me out for a little bit. But um, the design team, I think they did, like, a super good job, like, the animators, because they made Travis, like, look really, yeah, I want to be Travis, like, he looks pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but they also said, like, um, they'd make him look um, a little bit like me, which I thought was really cool, because that's never really been the case. Um, it's always, like, the actual characters always looked a little bit different. Um, so that's something I thought was really, really cool in this specific project. Oh, that's very interesting. Also kind of a neat fact. 
You're listening to Kids First Come Attractions right now. And right now we are talking to Johnny Orlando, who plays Travis in the film Bunyan and Babe. And right now we're talking about his character Travis and how they actually animated Travis to look like Johnny, which is a kind of cool fact. My next question for you, and this is just your opinion. What do you think the moral of the story of the film is, and what do you think the main genre is? I think the moral of the story would be, like, no matter, like, who you are, young or small, because I'm, I'm a pretty short guy, you know, <laughs> vertically challenged. It's okay, though. <laughs> um, you can make a difference if you put your mind to it, um, and you don't have to be big to do big things. I guess that would be kind of, like, the moral of the story summed up. And how about the genre? The genre, I think, I think it'd be like a family film. I don't know. It's just really easy to watch, really fun. Um, nothing like uh, too crazy. Pretty, pretty lighthearted. Very interesting. And could you? And if you had to describe the film in one word, what would it be? Probably determined, or yeah, determined or inspiring, because like Travis meeting this big tall dude and then really like helping him and they kind of help each other out um which you wouldn't expect from like a folktale and like just a normal regular kid um so i think that's really cool and i guess that's really inspiring too speaking of folktale in the film it talks a lot about folklore and it talks uh, it's kind of a huge part of the story so if you have what is your favorite folklore um Favorite folklore probably. I used to like the Little Red Riding Hood ones because, like, I like I liked the wolf because I thought he was like really cool. Like the wolf was like the bad guy, and I was like, "Whoa, that's so cool!" Um, and I, I don't know. I also think it's a really good story. My mom used to like uh, like tell it to me like my teachers when I was like really little, and yeah, that one always kind of stuck out. And it's definitely classic, and it is a fantastic story. I agree with you. Yeah. Now, do you have a favorite scene in the film? That would probably have to be um, the scene. It's like it's a well, it's like a little collection, I guess. Um, at the end of the film, I'm not gonna like spoil it too much, but um, basically, there's a tent with a bunch of people in it that catch on fire, um, and like they can't like get themselves out of the tent, and it's like super. Um, it's like. It's like really suspenseful. I don't know. Like even though like I knew what was gonna happen, like it just like it was so. Spe- I don't. I don't know. That was probably my favorite scene. Um, probably just because it was really suspenseful. I do remember watching those kind of couple of scenes, and I do agree it was a suspenseful and fantastic scene. I absolutely loved, it, and I agree with you. Thank you. So, can you tell us the story of how you became an actor? How I became an actor? Hmm. Oh, I remember. Okay, basically. I started out in uh, live action uh, two years ago, so I was 11, and I got, like, I went, like, to my interview with this agent, he was like, cool, we'll send you out on some things, and I remember I was so nervous, and um, it wasn't until about a year and a half ago um, when I discovered voice acting, and I kind of just fell in love with it, and I've done, like, a bunch of things since, um, and, yeah, I've never looked back. I love acting now. And would you give any tips to people who are either doing voiceover acting or live action acting? Probably just prepare a lot. Like, that's, like, the biggest mistake that I made, um, like, early on. Like, I I would prepare a lot, like, for my, like, first, first auditions. And then, like, I kind of got, like, comfortable. So I started, like... I'm preparing less, and then um, I messed up in an audition once, like, big time, and then uh, I, from, like, then on, like, I just prepare so much, um, because that is not going to ever happen to me again, because that was very embarrassing. (laughs) So definitely prepare a lot. That's a fantastic tip. It never hurts to be confident. Yeah. Never hurts to be confident in what you're doing. So my next question is, do you have any other projects either that you're doing right now or that you plan on doing in the future that you would like to talk about? Yeah, um, actually, today, my new song just came out. So I guess that's a project that I've been working on. (laughs) And then also, um, two months ago, um, I released a song with Mackenzie Ziegler, um, which was pretty cool. It was really good to work with her. And then um, also... uh, 
I just had a clothing line with Target come out um, on the 22nd. And um, it's in store and online if you guys want to check it out. It's called Art Class. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then hopefully some new music and also some acting stuff later this year. Well, that sounds really cool. Quickly, before we go to break, can you give us just a little piece from either of the songs that you released recently? Just a little piece that you can sing? Yeah, sure. Um, what's good with you, girl? What have you been up to lately? Saw you with another guy. I'm just observing no hating. That's that's like a little bit of um, Missing You, the song that came out today. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you so much for talking to me. Definitely stay tuned for Johnny Orlando's future songs and also check out his past songs. And the movie Bunny and a Babe is now actually available for free on Google Play and is also coming out in theaters on February 3rd. So definitely stay tuned for that. Let's take a break. I'm Jerry Ors and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions and this show is sponsored by Long Way North. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hey welcome back i'm jerry Ors, and you're listening to kids first coming attractions we are just talking to johnny orlando the star from bunyan and babe he plays travis but right now we're going to be talking about a new movie called monster trucks we're going to be talking to Monty and morgan about it so Monty, how are you doing i'm good how are you i'm doing fantastic thanks for asking and how about you morgan I am doing magnificent, so, and how are you? I'm doing fantastic, thanks for asking. So, Morgan, what did you think of the film? And I am kind of little interested in this because I saw that it had a budget of $125 million, but sadly, it did not get very good reviews elsewhere. So I'm kind of curious, what did you guys think? For me, I think this is a very fun, adventurous comedy that is perfect for the whole family. Because it has stupendous, it's a stupendous movie, in my, um, which is what I think. And also there's a fun storyline, there's four <laughs> characters, and it has also terrific graphics in my point of view. And I love that about this movie. And if you guys want, you can also check out the review that I did by Ride Up. It's on IMBD. So, woohoo! And Imani, what did you think? Um, I totally agree with Morgan. I thought it was a very fun-filled movie that the kids will really enjoy. When I went to the screening, I saw a few kids dressed up as some of the creatures in the film, which I thought was so cool. And it just sent out really good positive vibes for the family and everyone. And so what I'm kind of getting just from very quickly from this, it sounds like it's meant, really meant for kids specifically. Is that true? I'll talk to you and Lonnie first. Um, I think so. Um, I'm 15, but I actually really enjoyed this film a lot, but it's more for the younger audience. I feel like because I guess because of the animation and like the storyline and how like, it's not very like, I guess, not very like advanced, I guess you could say, but I think the younger kids would enjoy it more than the older kids would. And Morgan, what do you think? I definitely agree because 
I think that adults probably, like, it depends on what their picture is. Because if they see this as, like, a film that's funny and quirky and silly, they might enjoy it more. But if they think of it as, like, usually most adults think as in a movie movie, they might not really like it. But I think that she's right. I think that this is for a younger age range. But I think that uh, some adults will like it as well, depending on how they depict the film and what kind of things they like. For example, my mom absolutely loves animation. She's still a fan of Winnie the Pooh. And uh, she loves Tinkerbell. She loves it all. So she really liked this film. But if you are not a fan of animation and silly things, then maybe not so much. Hmm. And Morgan, how many stars do you give this film? I would say that I would give this five out of five monster truck stars because I really liked the animation. I thought it was very quirky. I thought it was funny. And I love that they really bring this adorable kind of squid-like creature to life. And the fact that you're able to fit him into a monster truck is just, it amazed me. Like, we need to figure out a way to make this happen. <laughs> well, I'm sure scientists will get right on that. And Imani, same question for you. How many stars do you get given? Um, to add on to what Morgan said, I gave it a 5 out of 5 stars, too, because it's very kid-friendly and silly and interacting for the kids to enjoy throughout the movie. So I thought it was very fun to watch. And Imani, so can you just talk about the acting a little bit? Like, what did you think about it? We have names like Lucas Till, we have Jane Levy, we have Thomas Lennon, and Lucas Till is playing Trip. Jane Levy is playing Meredith. Thomas Lynn is playing uh, Jim Dowd. So what did you think of the whole cast, including them? I thought the, the cast was a very good, it was like very thought out and picked very well. I loved each and every one of the actors and they all played the parts very well. I didn't see any doubts in them. I thought as if I was in the movie too, interacting with them and they were very lively and funny and kid-friendly and everything like that. So I thought it was a very well-thought-out cast. And very quickly, Morgan, same question for you. What did you think of the acting? I definitely agree. The acting is stupendous. And my personal favorite character is Meredith, or honestly, you cannot help but love Creech. I love Creech because he's very adorable, sweet, and silly. And he's really the comic relief that will have you smiling and laughing all the way. And he's, like, even though he's a monster, they make him seem very friendly. So that way younger kids can be able to enjoy him, and so older kids without making them scared. And he's a squid, actually. His name is Creech, and he's, like, this kind of weird squid character. And it's just adorable. And he's able to um, live outside of water and inside the water. So he's really eco-friendly. And then Meredith is very smart and quirky, and she's just the person who wants to do the right thing and help everyone. And Trip, who is the guy in this film, is also very humorous and good-hearted, and I love that about him. And he, he really brings the character to life and makes me feel really good while watching this. So I was happy and smiling, and that's what I love about this film. Well, that is fantastic. Well, both Imani and Morgan, guys, thank you so much for talking about this. If you want to check out Monster Trucks, and it sounds like it's a fantastic film, it is out now, so definitely go check it out. Uh, you're listening to Kids First Come Attractions, and right now we're just talking about the film Monster Trucks. Now we will be talking to Morgan about a new show, ABC Monsters starring QRSTU. And this is actually kind of a new episode in a series, correct, Morgan? It's like ABC Monsters, ABCD, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Um, yes. Each and every single uh, different DVD has a couple of different letters. So, like, the first one is ABCD, and, you know, it goes on all the way through the alphabet. And this one stars QRSTU, and each and every single episode, it comes with um, a couple of different episodes, and each and every single episode stars one letter of the alphabet. So one episode's about Q, the other episode's about R, the other one's about S, and it continues on. And so they have um, uh, five magnificent episodes in this DVD that have you smiling and laughing. And after that, they have a fun music video and exercise video, so that way it gets the kids moving and gets them to make the shapes of the amazing alphabet letters with their hands and their arms and their bodies. So it helps kids get interactive at the same time teaching them how to recognize letters, how to spell words, how to basically read and write and phonics in general. 
Well, that sounds fantastic. And I believe I've talked to you before about ABC Monsters DVD. So my question for you is, is this unique from the others in any way? Like, would you say that this one is completely different or just really the same, just different letters? Um, it has a couple of different things, but it mainly is the same with just different letters. So it kind of like teeter-totters between that because some of it is different, but most of it's the same. And do you think that's disappointing that they kind of almost took a template and just copied it? Or do you think it's kind of nice that you can see the same thing and just, you know, be able to get used to it? Well, it's like the same plot, but they meet different characters in each episode, even in the old episodes and in this DVD. So they do have a lot of difference. And so at the same time, it's not the exact same repetitive thing every single time. So I'm not too disappointed. I'm actually very happy. And I think that the kids who are learning about this DVD won't really recognize this because this is for a very young age range. I would probably say that the perfect age range for this would probably be around, I'd say two to eight, maybe nine, but I think two to eight mainly. And I think that if you're in between that age range, you won't really see the, re uh, the, re the repetitiveness of this film. And you won't really... It won't really bother you. Well, that's good. And is it educational? Oh, yes. Definitely educational. It teaches kids so many different things. And each episode, there are fun and silly videos that have me singing and dancing and learning all at once with Brian, Alice, and Sherry Berry. So they usually sing, like, fun songs in this, including the alphabet song. So A, B, C, D, you know, <laughs> stuck in my head still. And it's really fun about that. And so, like, you can learn with Cherry Berry, Alice, and Brian and bring back the letters to their homes and help them along the way by learning how to spell, um, doing phonics, and so many other great things that will really just have you get in the mood to want to learn and help. Well, that is absolutely fantastic, and it sounds like a wonderful DVD. Very quickly, before we go to break, can you tell us how many stars you give this? Well, like I said, the age range, I would say, is two to eight. And I give this four out of five alphabetastic stars. Well, thank you so much for talking to me about ABC Monsters. And it actually comes out today on the 24th. So that is pretty cool. Check it out if you are interested. Let's take a break. I'm Jerry Orris, and you're listening to Kids First Come Attractions. This show is sponsored by Long Lane Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey everyone and welcome back. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Morgan Brian Birch and I'm super excited. We have been talking about some amazing topics such as the amazing Johnny Orlando, and we were talking about Bunyan and Babe. He stars in the film as Travis, and it is a simply fantastic film that you guys can check out in theaters February 3rd. Then we just got done talking about Monster Trucks and ABC Monsters starring QRSTU. 
And we are now talking to Naeem, who is 11 years old and in Brooklyn, New York. So how are you today? Um, I'm fine. How are you? I am doing magnificent. So what's this film, The Little Prince, Planet of Snakes, about? Well, it's about this boy named the Little Prince, whose um, true love, Rose, got captured by the evil snake. Um, the evil snake lives on a mysterious island where no one know. well, a mysterious planet where no one knows where it is. And uh, the Little Prince goes on a journey with his friend Fox to go save Rose. Okay, so that makes sense, because um, who wouldn't want to save their true love? If somebody captured them, like, I would be running to go and save mine. I'd be like, you bring her back. <laughs> yeah. So then after that, um, what would you say is one of your favorite characters in this film? Because we have the fox, we have the rose, we have the evil snake, we have the little prince. We have so many amazing characters. Um, My favorite was the fox because the fox, he was known for... um being really funny, and he cracked a few jokes in between the scenes. Yeah, he is really the comic relief of this film, and he had me laughing the entire time. I was really, I was smiling. I had a really good time watching him. He's just hilarious with all his jokes. Yeah, especially the scene when um, they all had to go to, um, they found the island of the Little Prince, but they had to go somewhere, and... um, there's this person who was like, you have to give one of your um, personal items to him. And the fox um, gave him a joke. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought that was really funny. Because he didn't, because the fox didn't have anything else to give. That is pretty funny. Like somebody, like you crack a joke and they're like, okay, you know, you can go now. I'm laughing too hard. Yeah. That's, that's pretty funny. And yeah, that's actually, that's just, I can see that. I would probably give him a joke if I didn't have any personal belongings. I'd be like, uh, here you go. <laughs> so also, was that your favorite scene or do you have any other favorite scenes? Um, I think that was one of my favorite scenes. The other one was just when they were going around looking, um, they were going from planet to planet, just looking for the planets. And they met this um guy i forgot his name but he, he went with them to the island of snake to find his true love also oh wow okay and he was a poet so in between scenes he was saying poetry that's nice give kids a little bit of uh this rose you know that kind of thing that's really pretty people should learn more poetry it's yeah. like a good poet. Like, they always have the best things to say. They're like, oh my gosh, that's so pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely understand. So, what's what, did, what do you think of the animation? Because it's very crisp and clear, and it's just breathtaking the way that they have it. And I absolutely personally love it myself. Um, the animation, I thought it could have been a little better, especially, like, um... When they were talking, their mouth was moving, but then the sound didn't play until, like, one second after. But, um, like, the, like back the, the background and the scenes were pretty good. I, um, I like the cinematography a lot. The cinematography was amazing. I definitely understand your point of view because it's just breathtaking. And also, what was one of your favorite planets that they got to visit? Um... Probably the planet of the snake. And what made it so, like, different and unique to you? Well, it was all, uh, it was, the planet snake was all made of imagination, I think. It wasn't actually real. That's why no one could ever find it. Hmm, or, that makes a lot of sense. All made of, I think it was, like, holograms or something. I think it was imagination, though. Oh, well. That's really cool. And what would you say the age range for this would be, and how many stars would you give it? Um, I would say the age range is four to eight, or maybe three to eight, only because people over the age of eight might not seem that interested in it, and I might be, and I think it's directed towards younger th kids. But then people under the age of three might get frightened by all the like scenes with the evil snake and all the evil snakes, um, the people who work for the evil snake. And I give it 
three and a half out of five stars because from what I'm seeing, it wasn't that interesting, but I'm older than eight. And I really didn't like how their mouth was moving like one second after you heard the voice. Well, thank you so much for letting us talk to you. You were simply amazing. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we are talking about some amazing topics, including we got to talk to Johnny Orlando, who stars in Bunyan Babe, who plays Travis. It's a simply unique film about Bunyan, um, Paul Bunyan to be exact, and Babe the Blue Talking Ox. And he is amazing in this, and you guys should definitely check it out right away. And also, other than that, it's really funny, and you can check it out in theaters on February 3rd, and you can also check it on Google Play right now. And we also got done talking about Monster Trucks, ABC Monsters, starring QRSTU, The Little Prince, Planet of Snakes. Right now, we will be talking about Never Again Is Now with Jerry, who is in sunny L.A., and then we will be talking about Lion and Bunyan and Big once again. But let's talk to Jerry about Never Again Is Now. So how are you, Jerry? I'm doing fantastic. How about you? I am doing terrific. So what did you think about this film? Because it seems very interesting. So pretty much uh, for the viewers who don't know, I'll just quickly explain what Never Again Is Now is because that, in my opinion, is kind of close to that. It's pretty much a documentary, half about Holocaust survivors and stories from the Holocaust in general. And the other half is about events that are going on today in the last decade, events that are going on in Europe, and events that probably not a lot of Americans know about. I certainly didn't know about this. This film definitely educated me quite a lot. It's about different events that are very anti-Semitic, which for people who don't know, it's definitely it's like hate crimes against Jewish people. And there's a huge rise of them going on in many, many countries in Europe. And this film talks about that, talks about the challenges that people who are living in Europe had trying to be Jewish and just trying to live normal, normal lives and how they were attacked and how there was graffiti on their walls mocking them. And I absolutely loved it because there's just so many aspects that are fantastic. It floats so well. Its idea is so unique. It showed you history, and then it showed you events that shows history is repeating itself, which I absolutely love. And, and it also educated me on events that I had no idea were happening. Wow, so this sounds very interesting. And it sounds like there's a lot to learn. There so, definitely is. Yeah, and I love documentaries personally. So did this seem like a documentary, or did it seem more like a movie? Um, what would you say... Between being a documentary or being a movie, which one would you say it's more like? You know, I'm going to say it's a documentary, but that's definitely not a bad thing. It was a very good documentary. It's one that's going to entertain you. It has a pretty long, it's, it's an average length. It's around an hour and a half long. But it does feel like it's a story that's being told to you. First, it's telling you historical stories. Then it's telling you firsthand stories from people who had to witness horrible, horrible things in Europe. And it does tell you those things so well. So it's like a documentary about stories in a movie style. So I'd say it's a combination, but overall, it's definitely more like a documentary. Wow, that's actually really incredible and really amazing. Sounds very unique and different. So what would you say one of your favorite scenes would be? So one of my favorite scenes is just a very unique aspect. I'm going to actually give you two because since this film is kind of almost two parts, the first favorite scene was more historical. It's when they talked to, uh, they talked to a veteran who liberated many Holocaust survivors during World War II. And I like this because it, it's just so unique. You kind of hear about stories who about these people who never knew what the Holocaust was, and then it found all these Holocaust survivors during World War II when they were invading Germany. But to hear it from a person firsthand, I've never heard about that before, and it was just so fantastic to listen to that. So inspirational and so saddening, too. And it really shows you how much knowing what's going on can do. Because if we knew what was going on in Nazi Germany before we even invaded, we would have pressed much harder. And it's kind of interesting because just spreading knowledge can do so much for a cause that we need to help affect. And I really like that scene because it kind of just shows that effect. And the other one is a little bit more sadder. It's a story of survive. It's a story of people in Europe being affected by all this. 
And it was just so saddening because they were talking about how they were graffitied with Nazi symbols. And it's just sad that it's happening again, all over again, like it was in World War II. Well, that is very sad. And I completely understand the point of view that you're coming from. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, it's surprising how horrible these people were basically being punished for no apparent reason. It's just sad. That's what it is, honestly. And like they say, one bad apple ruins the entire tree. But you know what? Germany is still a fantastic place, despite that one bad apple. I definitely agree. And interestingly, Germany is not one of the countries that's doing this. Germany is still fantastic right now, even though it did have sour history. A lot of countries did. It's it's just a couple different countries, but it is definitely a big problem. And honestly, this just kind of a little thing I want to say to everybody who's watching. You can help. It's really easy to help. Like I said, knowledge is a really important thing. So a good way to help what's going on in Europe is just to spread the word. Inform your family, your friends, what's going on. Yeah, especially like if you can inform people who can help, that would really, it would just really make a difference. Definitely. And, but, um, what star, how many, bleh, what age range would you give this film and how many stars? So it does have some mature topics because it talks about anti-Semitism and it talks about the Holocaust. So I give an age rating to 11 to 18. I also definitely give it five out of five stars because everything I talk about, the narration, story, message, concept, just everything about this film was stupendous. And I definitely recommend it. And if you like to check it out, it is on the Blaze TV platform. So definitely check it out. Well, thank you so much for talking with us, Jerry. It is fantastic talking to you. It is fantastic talking to you. Thank you. Let's take a break. I am Morgan Brian Birch, age 12, currently in sunny LA, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, everyone, and welcome back. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. And I'm Morgan Brian Birch, age 12, currently in sunny L.A. And we've been talking about some amazing things, such as we got done talking to Johnny Orlando, who stars in Bunyan and Babe, as the amazing Terrence. We also uh, got done talking about Monster Trucks, ABC Monsters, starring QRSTU, Little Prince, Planet of Snakes, Never Again is Now, and right now we'll be talking about Lion with Willie, and then later we'll be talking about Bunny and Babe with Caitlin. But let's continue our interview with Willie about Lion. So how are you today, Willie? I'm good. How are you? I am doing fantastic! So, what's the line about? Because I know that this was on the Golden Globes, and it actually won quite a few awards. Well, Lion is about um, a five-year-old Indian boy who gets lost on the streets of Calcutta, and then he ends up surviving that and ends up um, being adopted by an Australian family, and then 25 years later, he sets out to find his original family back in Calcutta. Wow, sounds very exciting and unique. 
So, other than that, I know that this was on the Golden Globes and that they won a couple of awards. And I saw that the little boy who played uh, the Indian little boy and a couple of the other stars who were part of the film were there. So, did you get to watch the Golden Globes and see who, um, what they, what awards they won? Uh, I, I didn't get to see um, a part of the Golden Globes. Unfortunately, I think I might have missed the parts where Lions won anything, though. But what would you say, would this be like one of the films that should win awards? Or what would you say your perspective of it would be? Um, I, I think Lion has a lot of good elements to it. I, I, I think that it's a good movie. However, I, I do not think that um, some of its aspects are award-worthy as far as winning. Although I... <laughs> find a few nominations. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I can totally understand that and see that. And um, what would you say one of your favorite parts of this movie would be? I would say my favorite part of the movie is probably the part when he rekindles with his um, older family at the end. It's a very touching, heartwarming moment that's brilliantly directed and well-earned for the audience to, to get through all that film to see such a happy ending. It, it's, it's a wonderful moment. Aww. It's always like glorious when somebody reunites with somebody that they've missed for so many years, though, because it just gives you that warm, beauty feeling like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and it just like makes you want to cry a little bit. <laughs> and what was one of your... Uh, favorite aspects in the film, like favorite moral or life lesson that was in this film? Um, to, just to do what you can to find out who you are and to never forget where you come from. That's really what I got out of it. Wow, that's a really incredible moral and life lesson that a lot of people should learn. So that is definitely one that's very important that I can understand. And really just does make a lot of sense in my opinion. Now, also, what would be one of your uh, favorite parts that you want to understand or see? Like, one of your favorite actors, for example. Oh, um, I've, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Nicole Kidman. I think, she's, uh, I think she's a brilliant actress. I think Dev Patel is one of the best up-and-coming actors, as well as Rooney Mara. So, so I, those three really stood out to me within the cast. Wow. And who was your favorite out of those three? Probably Nicole Kidman. Just, I mean, she's been working the longest out of the three of them, so she has this um, this presence on film that you know that can be felt, and she's just a real professional and really good at what she does. That makes a lot of sense, and under, that's very understandable. So, Marie, I also noticed that you're here. So, how are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. So, what did you think of this film, Ryan? Lions became one of my favorite films. I personally fell in love with it. It's a great film with a great, okay, it has great cinematography and also a great storyline. Oh, wow. So it seems like this film is amazing with all its different storylines and perspectives and its cinematography, apparently. Yes, it is. I personally really love the story and it's very unique because um, he's trying to find where he's from and and he's trying to find his um, his biological mom. So I personally think it's a great storyline and it's very touching. Well, that's very understandable and that sounds very sweet to like go and find somebody that you haven't seen for many years because I heard that he gets adopted and it sounds crazy what happens to him. Yes, it is. And what was one of your favorite scenes in this film? I think the favorite scene is at the end when he finally goes to his town, to his small town, and and out of nowhere, like his mom appears, and it's just very touching and very and very emotional because after so many years, they're finally reunited. So I think it's very, it's a very impacting um it's a very impacting film i definitely understand that and that makes a lot of sense and also marie um what would you say the age range of the star rating would be for this film 
I say that the age range will be between 13 and 18, and, and I'm pretty sure adults will enjoy this film. And Willie, do, really, do you agree? I think I think adults will, will find something they can resonate with the film. Um, I think they'll like it. And However, I, I'm not sure that uh, kids that young would, would really um, take so much of a liking to it just because it's, it's, it's a really a mature story that, that not too many people can relate to, although they can, they can empathize with it. So I would move the age range more to like maybe 14 or 15 to 18, more around that, that freshman year in high school age. Well, thank you so much for talking with us. It is fantastic talking to you both. Thank you so much. Yeah, great time. Thank you. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I am Morgan Brienne Birch, age 12, and today we are talking about some amazing topics, including monster trucks, John Orlando, who stars in Bunyan and Bay, which is a fantastic film. We also talked about ABC Monsters, starring QRSDU, The Little Prince, Planet of Snakes, Never Again Is Now. We just got done talking about Lion, and right now we'll be talking about Bunyan and Babe with Caitlin. And how are you today, Caitlin? I'm amazing. I'm so pumped because I got to talk to Donnie Orlando. So I'm like, oh, happy. I'm a huge fan. Well, let's talk about Bunyan and Babe. <laughs> and speaking about which, how do you think the performance was done by Johnny Orlando, and we also have Kelsey Grammer, and so many other fantastic people. So what do you think of their performances? I think it was amazing. I like how they had so much teamwork, and that they were all just didn't seem like they were bored in the movie. They just all had so much excitement. Oh, well, that sounds amazing, the way that they're able to really pull that off. Yeah. And be able to show that. It sounds really cool. Amazing. So also, what would one of your favorite scenes be? I think my favorite scene was when Travis falls down the tree trunk and into Paul Bunyan and Babe's um, world. It was kind of a lot to take in in a minute and like a few seconds of what just everything was happening. So it was pretty like, I was like so happy just listening to it. It just made me have so many questions. But then later on, they answered all those questions. So I thought if someone had questions, they would be answered. Well, that's a great perspective to have in a movie, and that really does help to have that and be able to let somebody know what's going on. Because, like, if you have any answered questions, you're going to be like, well, what happened when this happened? And it just sometimes gets a little bit confusing. So who was your favorite character? Uh, my favorite character, I have two. It was Travis, played by Donnie Orlando, and... Paul Bunyan, which is played by John Goodman. So I think that they were amazing in that movie. And how did you think the grandpa was? Because he is played magnificently by the person who plays the one and only Luke Skywalker in the amazing Star Trek series, and he did fantastic. What did you think? I think he was really good. He kind of believed, I, he made me believe who his character was. I didn't really have any questions about his character. He made like uh, he made everyone know that that was him, that was his character. Definitely agree. You can really tell that mm, he's the one who really played it because he does a magnificent job with the voiceover, and he really does state that yeah. that is him. And he's like, "This is me. This is my character. Nobody else can take the role." And I thought that was very funny, and it really just it just brings laughter. Honestly, he just brought a lot of laughter because he's like, "What?" And he's very quirky, is the word. He's very quirky. Yeah. And also, uh, what was one of your uh, favorite moments? Because we have so many great moments with Bunyan and Babe and Travis and his sister and the grandparents. What did, What was one of your favorite moments? I like how when the grandpa came to pick up Travis and his sister Whitney, it was like his mom wanted him to have a good time. But he had so many different emotions towards going to his grandparents. It was just like, but, 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 but. And his sister Whitney was just so happy and was like, don't fight it. You know, just be happy. But then she was like the smart one. She was supposed to be like, 
the little sister that everyone hates, but at the end, you just love her. Yeah, I definitely understand that. What would you say the animation was like? It was amazing. Like, watching the movie, I was looking at my dog, and I swear he was just laughing. So it kind of made me feel that, like, even the animation could take, like, people and animals to just a whole different scenery of the movie. It was just so amazing. And what would you say the age range and star, uh, how many stars would you get this would be? I think kids five and older, like five to 17, adults would probably love it too. Just to watch it with your kid and see your kid's face, it, it might just make a parent smile. Oh, and really quickly, how many stars would you give this? A five out of star, five star rating because the teamwork was just amazing. The characters, characters were amazing. The voices that of the characters were just amazing, and it made me believe that I was in the movie. Learned a lesson in the movie. What would that lesson be? You don't have to be big to do big things, and I could, took that personally into my my life. So it it made me learn new things. I used it in my life, so it was pretty good for me. Well, thank you so much for talking with me. It's amazing talking to you. Thank you. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. To watch our latest video reviews of new films and DVD releases and learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. And you should also be sure to check out our blog in the team section of the Huffington Post. And this show is proudly sponsored by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media on the Voice America Kids Network. Today's show is sponsored by Long Way North. You guys should definitely check out Long Way North. And I'll see you next time. This is Morgan Brian Birch, and thanks for listening. Bye! Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. 